You're listening to the Wu Wei Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Wu Wei Podcast. I am your host, Ange, and I am delighted to have you here with me today. If you enjoy the podcast, feel free to uh, rate and review on um, Apple Podcasts. And I hope to keep providing you value. So today's topic is on masculine and feminine energy. And before I lose you, it has nothing to do with gender. It's um, the two energies within ourselves, And I'm uh, just going to sort of dive into it in understanding it on like an intellectual level and what that is um, and what it actually looks like um, day to day. So we all have these qualities and energies inside of us, regardless of what you identify as. It is simply the representation of two energies that when they're synergized together, they can create a really beautiful balance. Um, I think another way to describe it is the yin and yang energy. So if you know the black and white circle symbol with the opposite side and the opposite color dot in the middle if you know what I mean <laughs> um, or another example is um, from like a yogic philosophy uh, is the Shiva which is the divine masculine energy and Shakti which is the divine feminine energy so we all hold both of these energies within us and when they're blended together there's a balanced uh, sort of like joyful presence and that resides within us so if you're open to it have a think about what is your current understanding and definition of feminine and masculine energy. What does that look like for you? I'll dive a bit deeper throughout the episode, but I guess on a brief surface level. So when we talk about the masculine energy, it's like the practical, the grounded, the getting shit done type um, energy and uh, giving, I guess, an example of a of a more masculine core is someone who is more in their logical brain, uh, logical thinking, structure, discipline, decisive. The feminine energy is a more spiritual dreamer, like flow and receiving type core. And feminine um, energy expresses um, like a more mystical and spiritual type um, quality. And it's more be about being open and um, sensitive and surrendering and uh, has a more like softer feeling type vulnerability energy. So just as an example, what could this look like in a relationship, no matter the gender? Um, so for just an ease of explanation, I'm just going to use like a real generic basic bitch example of a man called, say, John and a woman called Jill. So they're in an intimate relationship, just as an example. Jill comes home and starts expressing her emotions about a tough day at work, being stressed, feeling unworthy, and just lost. An ungrounded John, who hasn't done the work yet or doesn't quite understand these energies, reacts in an explosive way and he's reacting from his ego and his inner child that's wounded and taking it personally, which flares up. Jill even more. However, a grounded John who has done the work within and understands the differences between the two energies would just listen to Jill, 
be present to what she's saying and just be there to validate her emotions and be that solid, safe foundation whilst she expresses her emotions. I mean, like as a woman myself, a lot of the time we just want to be heard. We don't go to a partner because we want them to solve our problems. We're very we're very capable beings and can do that ourselves. However, sometimes we need that foundation to lean on and that feeling of safety and reassurance that a masculine energy provides. I think like one of the greatest things um, a grounded masculine energy can give is their unwavering attention and presence to the feminine. And it's not about fixing the problem or the issue. It's about being able to step into the feelings and emotions and being present for that person like then and there. And I think one of the greatest gifts a balanced feminine energy could give is their compassion and openness and nurturing their needs and following their intuition whilst maintaining their boundaries and independence rather than getting caught up in the chaos. Again, this is just like real quick description um, example of say like a wounded grounded energy and what it could look like in a relationship. Um, but in a an example, I guess, of a rejecting feminine energy in a day-to-day context uh, is rejecting compliments. So we're conditioned to divert or deny compliments, um, at least in the society I've been brought up in. Um, and part of their feminine energy is being open to receiving and accepting, which includes receiving compliments. Another powerful way to step into your feminine side um, and receive is by asking for help and being open to receive that help. Again, it's an old conditioning from, um, I guess, a patriarchal society where people feel embarrassed or shameful for asking for help, um, which is slowly being phased out. Um, But just as an example of what feminine energy could look like and being too far into one um, energy and how that can affect um, yourself or your your situation or your life. And I guess so I'll I'll jump into a little bit more of what healed, um, balanced um, energies could look like for, say, We'll start off with the feminine. So a balanced feminine energy is warm, they're vulnerable, um, innocent, playful, compassionate, nurturing, um, and that's on a, when it's balanced. Um, if it's not balanced, it could look like fragile, overgiving, um, doesn't hold boundaries, um, like passive and shuts down um just feeling unsafe and just like cut off emotionally. And I think if it's also not um, balanced in the right way, it could also look like being uh, dismissive or chaotic or overreacting or um, like a loss of power type energy. Oh, sorry, type. um, Oh, yeah, I guess energy quality. Uh, and but when you heal those wounds and when I say wounds I mean um, you know like stuff that happened to you when you were a kid and you know, the inner child wounds and if you don't heal those things from your past then this is what the feminine energy could look like in your day-to-day so what would it look like for the masculine energy so if it's 
um, a healthy, balanced, um, healed masculine energy could be seen um, with, um, just for example, again, like being the provider, being um, intellectual, holding space, um, caring, loyal, drive, um, being like assertive and ambitious and confident and dominant in a in a positive way and like taking up space being a leader um, wealthy however if the masculine energy is wounded and unbalanced it could come up as being um, like overly sensitive or weak-willed or um, emotionally repressed or being greedy manipulative abusive um, no remorse or emotionally explosive and wants to overpower the feminine. But if you do the work, obviously you will switch over back into the uh, the healthier balanced side. Um, so how are these types of energies balanced within you? Do you relate to any of those, um, the words or examples that I have just mentioned? Like do any of them trigger you or do you relate to any of them? do you think that you personally act from a more masculine core or are you always in your feminine core? I think there's no right or wrong. I guess my point in talking about it today is just to think about it and become aware of where you're at within yourself so that, you know, if you need to, you can either tweak your current habits or qualities to make sure that you're making the best of both energies so that you're living your life more balanced and what finding out what works for you. I think for myself uh, personally, majority of my life, I've lived from a very masculine core, which um, I wasn't really able to become aware of it until I guess maybe a year or so ago when I started to sort of look into more of this um, type of energy and healing work kind of thing and doing therapy and that kind of stuff so I grew up a major tomboy by the way (laughs) I was not your typical girl I hated being like labeled or boxed in just because I was a girl (laughs) I did not like wearing pink dresses uh, much to my mother's dismay Um, I have two brothers that so I grew up in between two brothers and we were competitive and we pushed each other in like a good way (laughs) but you know as the whole the typical sibling sort of rivalry like oh you won't jump off that thing (laughs) or like you won't try and double stack a skateboard and go over that drain lo and behold give it a try and got scabs for weeks (laughs) um but I think also growing up in a house with three other siblings you um I, I guess I developed an independence from an early age because if you didn't eat something fast enough someone else will eat it or if you didn't shock on the front seat, <laughs> there was no mercy. Uh, and I think on top of that, one thing my mom always encouraged for my sister and I was to have our own and to never rely on someone else to give us what we wanted. Um, my mother has always been very practical and logical and future thinking. So I guess you could say that she come from a more or she like uh, embodied a more masculine core Um a lot of the time, which instilled in me, I mean, well, I can't, yeah, I can't speak for my sister, um, but instilled in myself that sort of critical thinking voice in my head to be realistic um, and put in the work so that I could give myself what I needed or wanted. 
And I think contrary to that, um, my dad exposed me to a more feminine core in that he is um, religious and spiritual and very open to trying new things and he likes to go with the flow a lot of the time. And so he has that sort of um, expressive energy about him. And I think one thing that he's always said to me is, Ange, actually, he never calls me Ange. <laughs> it's either Mama or Wewe, um, island culture. But he says, age is just a number. And it's something that's always stuck in my mind. And growing up, seeing him embody that by doing so many different things throughout his life, um, like being in movies, being on the radio station, doing like volunteer coast lifeguard whilst doing sports and working and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and like migrating over to Australia without having a plan and knowing I think maybe one other person over here when he first moved, that was pretty brave and bold for someone to do that at that time. And that's like um, an example of the the feminine energy of like going with the flow and just putting it out there. So I've been very lucky in a sense to have had different role models and I guess tried to take parts of their examples and by like living in the present trying new things and being spontaneous um, whilst at the same time still being practical and realistic about my future and what I wanted and um, just balancing between the two. I think my misunderstanding of what the masculine and feminine energies um, were when I was younger, it contributed to um, a lot of my internal struggle of figuring out how I was and what type of person I was. Um, I generally found myself challenging the expectations of a girl and doing things that weren't typical. Um, I like to think that I'm driven and I've always had an ambitious trait, like I guess within myself. And without realizing it, I was very much in my masculine core when I was younger. I was assertive. I would speak for my siblings and I, um, only because I was they were more shy, shy than I was. Um, like I was school captain, sports house captain, um, pretty confident as a kid um but it also meant a lot of the time I was called bossy a bitch and aggressive and maybe I was sometimes too (laughs) I mean I'm not perfect um but somehow uh I had such an unwavering confidence as a kid (laughs) uh but I think by the time I was a teen I guess that wore down and you know got beaten down by the societal norms and expectations and conditioning. Um, And without realizing it, I was still trying to act from a masculine core, but I was, uh, it was in like a wounded way where I saw feelings and vulnerability as weak and pathetic. Um, I would try to control everything around me because it felt like I had no control at all. And rather than surrendering, which is a more feminine trait, I would go even harder in trying to repress emotions, cut off emotions and I guess lack of mercy for myself and not showing compassion uh, and for others as well. And still to this day, it's something that I'm working on. Um, But being too far in my masculine core has also affected relationships in the past where I may have been the breadwinner or ambitious and driven in my job or business, which is great for that area of my life and has served me really well at times. But when it came to home and the dynamics at home, it would end up causing friction because the two energies weren't in check. 
I wasn't providing the right space to allow another masculine energy be present at home because I had a real sort of standoffish, independent type energy where I would still do everything myself rather than being open and integrating more or being more vulnerable with another person. Um, Side note, (laughs) before you come at me about talking about relationships when I'm not even currently in one, um, I just want to clarify whilst I'm not in one right now, I have had a couple of relationships in the past and dated uniquely different kinds of people. So I'm only speaking from my personal experience. As they say, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. (laughs) So I am not a relationship expert. I haven't studied a degree at uni for four years or anything like that. Um, I only speak on it in case my experience is relatable to somebody else. And if it helps them, then that's all I hope to do. Sorry, that's all I hope to do. Um, And I think as a human, it is your sole responsibility to own your emotions and feelings Um, and it's nobody else's job to make you feel more masculine or make you feel more feminine whichever one you're trying to embody at that point in time or whichever sort of energy you take on in a relationship and on the flip side to that as well as a partner as a friend as a sister colleague um, in any relationship it's your job to be there to support and create a safe space for someone to um, explore their energies if they want to and go in between them as well. I think um, the feminine energy has been suppressed for years, um, for centuries now, uh, and expressing that side has become more difficult, particularly with men. Um, Being in the army, I was part of and exposed to a lot of wounded masculine energy where expressing emotions um, is seen as weak, speaking up or getting help is like frowned upon or was frowned upon or like it's not the cool thing to do. You know, if you went and saw help, then people are like, oh, that's that person's, you know, they're the crazy person or whatever. Um, and I ignored a lot of my feminine impulses or intuition because I didn't think it'd be useful in my career or serve me in business. Um, but I think being open, sensitive and vulnerable is a feminine quality that hasn't fully been accepted in a patriarchal society, uh, which is why I think it's amazing and important for women to be getting out in the workforce and balancing that dynamic um, so that everyone wins. And um, it's not about, I just want to clarify as well, like it's not about women being better and ostracizing men. No, not at all. There are incredible people out there, no matter what what they identify as. And every person has their unique purpose. It's about integrating both energies so that we can create a more yin-yang type balance in the world. So I I admire ambitious people with career-driven goals and I admire people that can be open and sensitive about their feelings of vulnerability. That's just like two really quick examples of, of what that can look like and how both are important and both um, have their place and deserve to be appreciated and acknowledged for what they are. I think managing emotions can be really challenging at first, especially if it's not a common concept for you yet or it's still something that you're working on. I mean, because that's something I'm still working on too. Or maybe you grew up not knowing how to recognize your emotions or label them, acknowledge them, regulate them, or process them in a healthy way. 
trying to undo generational trauma, past life trauma, if it aligns with your beliefs, um, and societal conditioning, it's hard work. It's not an easy, quick fix. Um, But like any other skill, over time, you get better at it. And with more practice, and the more you do it, the more of a norm it comes becomes for you. Like I'll continue to advocate that the more inner work and healing you do within yourself and healing the wounded feminine energy and wounded masculine energy within you, the more you release limiting beliefs, you release the toxic traits within yourself, you release the unhelpful qualities that you may have picked up at a time in your life where it was required but you no longer need them anymore. Like it's time to shed those unhelpful wounds and heal from them. Take the lessons from them, of course, and but leave them there. Take the lessons and move forward. I think becoming aware of where you're at and what your current masculine and feminine core looks like is the first step. Uh, then accepting it is a whole new challenge. (laughs) But once you do, then you can work on healing those wounds and integrating them in a way that works for you so that you can switch between the two energies when you need to so that you can embody a more wholesome, healed version of you that is strengthened and empowered by both your masculine and your feminine energies. No matter what you identify as, I invite you to Look at all the ways you're currently stepping into or ignoring your energies. Pick an area of your life that you'd like to work on and think of ways where stepping into both energies can help you with this. Let's say, okay, so I've talked a bit about relationships and career so far in this episode. So let's say your fitness. Like, Are you stepping into your masculinity by making a plan and having a strategy to improve your fitness with structure whilst integrating the feminine side by choosing an activity or a strategy that plays to your interests and your lifestyle so that the structure flows easily with you? Are you showing up and doing the work? And are you open to receiving the results that you really want and are working towards? I think the same concept can be looked at for finances as well. What's your current financial situation at the moment? Do you have a strategy or a plan? Have you figured out the best way for you to handle your finances? What kind of spender are you or are you a frugal saver? Figuring out your flow um, and energy, uh, find a strategy that matches that so that you can become empowered in that area of your life whilst optimizing your feminine and masculine energies. I think doing this will build confidence within yourself and allows you to build trust with yourself too as you step into and trust your own energies within yourself. You already have everything you could possibly need within you to create that amazing, empowering and beautiful life you envision for yourself. Now, I would absolutely love to know, are you more of a feminine or masculine core type person? Screenshot and tag me. I'd love to know. Um, Angela, sorry, my Instagram handle at A-N-G-E dot P-A-U-L-O and the Wu-Wei at T-H-E-W-U-E-W-A-Y. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. 
Feel free to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And that helps me reach more people to hopefully help more people in some way. I appreciate you. I love you. Wishing you a beautiful, balanced, energetic day or night, whatever time you're listening to this. And never forget how incredibly important you are to this world. So shine your light, woo warrior, (laughs) to finding your woo and living your way.